Hi, I'm Jago Wynn, and welcome to the HTC Daily Podcast. We as a church are meeting daily on Zoom to speak to God in prayer and to hear from God in the Bible. For those of you who can't join us live or who want to listen again, we're featuring the Daily Bible Thought, and we're also including how we're being encouraged to pray each day. Today, it's Rory Heaton. Great. So we're going to carry on our journey through Colossians this morning um, and we're getting right to the very end. We've got one more day after today. Um, and today our, in our passage, we're going to be thinking about the idea of Christian friendship. And actually, when Joe was just sharing that bit from um, Exodus, I was thinking, oh, actually, Aaron and her here are doing exactly what I'm hopefully going to be sharing as well. So it's just a really nice link there just as we um, as we read this passage now and as we think through what it means to have Christian friendships so um so yesterday in the passage paul began to share final greetings from friends and um, in to the colossians and today we're going to carry on with a few more of these final greetings so um here is colossians 4 uh, verses 10 to 13 and paul writes my fellow prisoner aristarchus sends you his greetings as does mark the cousin of barnabas you have received instructions about him if he comes to you welcome him Jesus, who is called Justice, also sends greetings. These are the only Jews among my co-workers for the kingdom of God, and they have proved a comfort to me. Epaphras, who is one of you and a servant of Christ Jesus, sends greetings. He is always wrestling in prayer for you, that you may stand firm in all the will of God, mature and fully assured. I vouch for him that he is working hard for you and for those at Laodicea and Hierapolis. So we've got greeting after greeting after greeting from friends, from brothers and sisters in Christ. And um, just in these three verses, Paul mentions four friends and a cousin. We've got Aristarchus, Mark, the cousin of Barnabas, Jesus called Justice and Epaphras. And they all send their greetings to the church in Colossae. It's like if someone tells you they're off to see a friend and you say, oh, send my love to them. Um, They all want to share love and fellowship, even briefly um, through a greeting in a letter, just to show that they're thinking of them and they're held in their prayers. And the more I've looked over these verses and similar verses that happen in each of Paul's letters, um, I'm struck how Christian community and Christian friendship was of such importance, particularly to the early church. And um, it made me think maybe we don't always put the same value on it today in our current cultural moment. But I think maybe we need to relearn to do so. Um, Even in this final chapter of Colossians, Paul names 10 people who either send their greetings or who they're to pass greetings on to, um, including a whole church in Laodicea. And um, he didn't need to do that. But it's obviously of real importance to Paul to share those greetings, to share um, the love of Christ, even through a vague mention of someone's name. So we can see that Christian friendship is clearly important. And it's why here at HDC, we try and hold such a high value on things like connect groups and HDC daily. Um, the chance to build deep and authentic Christian friendships and, and community in the middle of the week. And um, that's why there's such value in us gathering to, uh, here today on HDC daily, not just to pray, but also to build community and build friendship uh, through this community. And what does Paul say um, makes these friendships uniquely Christian? They're not just any old friendships, they're Christian ones. And if you look at verse 11 up on the screen there, um, Paul writes that they are, that these, some of these people are co-workers for the kingdom of God. 
They're not just friends who gather for a natter or a cuppa or a walk. No, they're friends who collaborate and connect together for the kingdom of God. There is a goal and a vision to their friendship, to see the kingdom of God break into their lives and into their communities. And so from these verses, um, I've got four reasons. I've got one more than the classic three, uh, why we should invest in Christian friendships. And the first is this, um, the Christian friendship is hard work. And you can tell that I'm not in marketing here. I'm starting with the bad news, um, but it's not really bad news. Um, it's actually really good news. Um, Christian friendship is hard work because it requires investment. We work hard at investing in other people's lives. We get caught up with them in the depths of their tough times and we ride the highs of the good times together. And the really good news is that the hard work, the, the investment that we put into others is reciprocated. We get it back um, in, a, in a true Christian friendship because we are co-workers together. We're collaborating together. And if you look at verses 12 and 13 up on the screen there, Paul gives encouragement about how Epaphras has been wrestling in prayer for them. He's been working hard. In verse 13, working hard for you. Epaphras has invested in the Colossian church. And even though he's no longer physically with them in Colossae, he is still contending for them in prayer remotely and encouraging them from afar, even through sending a short, friendly greeting. He's letting them know that he's not forgotten them. So that's the first point. Christian friendship is hard work. The second point, Christian friendship provides comfort and encouragement. In yesterday's passage, Paul wrote that he was sending Tychicus, I think that's how you say that name, to Colossae, that he may encourage their hearts. And then in verse 11 in today's passage, um, he speaks of how Aristarchus, Mark and Jesus Justice have proved a comfort to him personally. Isn't it comforting and encouraging to know that people are supporting you in prayer, that they're investing in your life and in your faith journey? I find that every week um, in our connect group um, with people checking in with one another about how their weeks have been and how certain situations had unfolded throughout the week and um, all the things that just checking in about the things we were praying for the previous week. Um, and Christian friendship, therefore, just provides that comfort and support and encouragement to each one of us. And then number three, um, Christian friendship helps us to stand firm. Paul explains why Epaphras has been wrestling in prayer for the Colossians. And in verse 12 there, he says that they may stand firm in all the will of God, mature and fully assured. Epaphras is showing his support to the Colossians by praying for them and encouraging them to stand firm, to be fully assured in what they've been taught. Isn't it so encouraging to know that when people are praying for you, when they are working hard for you, and doesn't that help us to to stand firm, to to continue on the faith journey, to to in in the face of whatever is in front of us, to stand firm. So those first three points um, are kind of what we gain and what we give out in Christian friendships. They're the reasons for us to invest in the ways that we benefit from being co-workers in Christ together. Um, that in the hard work that it is hard work and but we do invest and receive from others in doing life together that there is comfort and encouragement that we can find in christian friendships and um we can get boldness to stand firm in our faith but the fourth point is a bit more missional and it's very hopefully very on brand as well for hdc the christian friendship bears fruit for jesus and using the language that jager used in his sermon at rebuild last sunday um, Christian friendships aren't for our own personal gain, but for gospel growth. Epaphras was contending in prayer that the Colossians would stand firm 
um, but also not just the Colossian church, but also the church in Laodicea and Hierapolis. He's investing in friendships for the sake of gospel growth, for the growth of churches around um, this area in Greece. Um, he's he's praying for, he's investing in the health of churches to stand firm so that they might grow and that people might come to know Jesus. Um, it's all about gospel growth. And then the passage up on the screen here is actually back from chapter one in Colossians. And it's actually where, I don't know if you remember, where Paul talks about Epaphras um, right at the start of the letter as well. And um, this is what Paul says. He says, uh, the gospel is bearing fruit and growing throughout the whole world, just as it has been among you, um, has been doing among you since the day you heard it and truly understood God's grace. You learnt it from Epaphras, who we heard about in today's passage. And uh, Epaphras told uh, Paul of your love in the spirit. By investing in Christian friendships and supporting one another, the gospel um, will bear fruit and grow throughout the whole world. And as Christian friends, as we do life alongside one another and as we pray for and with one another and show the love of Christ to each other in faithful comfort and encouragement, we too will see others drawn into God's kingdom and more and more people, more and more lives bearing fruit for Jesus. And that's our that's our prayer here at HDC, isn't it? To see every life bearing fruit for Jesus. So we all need not just friends who are Christian, but we need Christian friendships that are rooted in biblical truth. And there's a real difference there. We need to live alongside other co-workers for the kingdom of God, as it's only with gospel co-workers that we can give and receive support and encouragement and help each other to stand firm in our faith every day. And so really practically, can I encourage you? I know we, we encourage this a lot from, from the front, but if you're not in a connect group, please join one. Please reach out. Please mention it to Joe or I and fill in the form on the website. Find those people who you can regularly build deep friendships with and do life together. And let's make sure that um, our Christian friendships, they are all about Jesus. Let's make sure that they can bear fruit for him and not just help us. And let let us pray that they um, that we seek his kingdom and we see it break through in our lives and our communities through those friendships. For it's Jesus who is the one that provides the greatest friendship of them all. By his humbling of himself, by taking on human flesh and being obedient to death and laying down his life for us, his friends. And as we have received that friendship from Jesus, let us share in Jesus-inspired Christian friendship with each other. Amen. Let me pray um, uh, before I hand back to Joe. Um, God, we pray that you'd help us to be good friends to our brothers and sisters in Christ. Help us to invest in our friendships through the good times and the bad times. Help us to be like Jesus in them. Teach us to lay down our lives for our friends um, like you have shown us. And help us to support and encourage our friends to stand firm in their faith. And God, I pray that you would um, place other Christian friends around each one of us as well, who would do the same for us. And we pray that um, that all our friendships would glorify Jesus and reveal him uh, to the world. And we pray that um, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Rory. So today we've been looking at friendship and community and celebrating Christian co-workers and friends and the people on HTC Daily 
and we're praying for all of those around us who are feeling weary and fed up and in need of encouragement. We're praying that God reveals those people to us and helps us to be better friends to them. So thank you for listening to HCC Daily.